And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 121 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Megan. And I'm Tim. <laughs> I wondered how that was going to yeah, play. Yeah, me too, because we didn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, and I'm Tim, though, is always the appropriate ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are joined today by the entirety of Minds at Yoke. Yay! Yay! Ooh. Minds at Panelology. Yes. It's Panelology our crossover. At Yerk. It's our first crossover. <laughs> nice. Does this mean we're going to have to make Brian read an Animorphs book? Has oh, he read any fuck of yeah, them we're going to make him read an Animorphs we book. Are you kidding? We absolutely need to make That's his next long Can box. Can I pick which one? Because I know which one I want him to read. Which one? Oh, God. Okay. I think it's number... 17? All right. When we get to number 17, we'll, we'll, have, make, Brian, yeah. we'll make Brian read it. I'm double checking. Nice. Yes, it's number 17. Cool. 17's batshit. Alright. <laughs> Tim, forget you heard any of this. Okay. Yep. Nothing. Nothing happened. No, it's a perfectly normal, boring book. <laughs> so, how is everyone this week? Good. Yeah, good. Super good. No yeah. hospital, nothing. Yeah. That's kind of a low bar for a good week, isn't it? Yeah, that's called my life, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty true. Like the last year and a half, that's a good week. No hospital, no nothing. Yeah. Just work and recording podcasts. Well, I have recorded a lot of podcasts this week. I feel yeah. like Meg. <laughs> this was my off week. <laughs> that's what happened then. Yeah. Yep. I had to take up the slack. Well... We've got a bunch of stuff to get through this week. Yeah. So let's get started. Let's do it. Baby Teeth, number 12. You, Tim. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I always talk about it. All right. It's your turn. So Sadie is trying to get to the Red Room, uh, her and her father, right, so that she can get Heather and Clark out. Um, and Simon is capable of opening a doorway to the Red Room. And so she's... Constantly, like, poking at the mom. I forget the Dude, mom's name. Uh, Olivia. Olivia. To get him to open it. But the only way to do it is to get Simon afraid so she doesn't want any part of that. Right. Sadie finally finds a way. The problem is that this kid grew up in the Red Realm. Yeah. So he's not afraid of anything. Okay. Yeah. You're saying Red Realm. I was hearing Red Room. No, no, no. Not the Red Room. And then was going to ask where this was set because depending on the accent, that could be Red Realm. <laughs> it's The Shining. Oh. <gasps> Oh, no. But I was mishearing it, so... I can see that small Simon, child being very creepy. Yeah, Simon doing that with his one good arm. <laughs> his only. His, his only, only arm. arm. Yeah. It's not that one's yeah. good and one's bad. He only has one. Which, by the way, they, you find out why he only has one arm, and it was it was rough. Yeah. Oh, that was the last issue, though. That was 11. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much of this did you read? 12 last... issues last night, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. 12 issues. I started it over. 
<laughs> Good lord, sir. Yeah. yeah, this is a really fucking great book. You know what? I'll say it. It's better than Redneck. There. I said it out loud. Fight me. Please don't flip the table. All the equipment's on the table. And also him. coffee. Yeah. Facing Tim. Yeah, it's yeah I was really... say, but that would hit Tim. I'm more worried about, you know. <laughs> it's really good. It's a really good book. I don't know. They're they're pretty one and two for me. Yeah. I think it goes back and forth. Yeah. Every issue I read, I'm like, no, this one's better. And then I read the other issue of the other book, and I'm like, no, this one's better. It's so good. Yep. It's so good. Donny Case is a madman. I still need to read this one. I still need to pick up the trades. Yes, you yeah. do. It's so good. And Satan it's, it's another one everywhere. Where I think it's really good in trade just because you get more content at once. Yeah. Like you read the pages and you're like, that wasn't enough. Yeah. I'm ready for the next one. Yeah. Black Badge number one, which I think actually was out last week, but I did a dumb and missed it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Why, why do you think you would miss it, Alex? Uh, honestly, because I was traveling and wasn't paying a lot of attention as I made my list. I probably listed or missed it because it doesn't say Black Badge yeah. on the front of it. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was out this week. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, yeah. I feel like Tim and I looked it up last weekend yeah. and we were like, oh, we both missed this. How? But yeah. sometimes things get bumped, too. So who knows? It doesn't matter. It was good. I liked it. It was really good. Yeah. This is the uh, the the elite Boy Scout murder squad, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They don't necessarily do the murdering themselves. They're more like special ops. They just phone in the, hey, here's the location, and then the drone hits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they sneak nice. into North Korea and pretend like they're lost. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> As kids, they can go where other people can't. And if they end up in the wrong place, they're just dumb, lost kids. <laughs> That's kind of genius. Yeah. We get this through the uh, kind of through the eyes of new guy who nobody really likes or wants to put up with. But he has all the badges. He needs the what? He needs this one last badge <laughs> that he didn't know about until he got what he thought was his last badge, which was for so, scuba, scuba diving. Okay. So he's a completionist, Which, yes. and in the yeah. scouts, he's Brian. Basically. <laughs> okay. So, Except for that they're like, the black badge isn't something you earned, it's now your way of life. Congratulations. Uh, so. You are the black I badge. Could, I could honestly see Brian falling into that. All right. So murder <laughs> comes after scuba murderer. diving? Huh? Murder comes after scuba diving? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes you need to be able to evacuate through an aquatic channel, so you need that scuba yeah, okay, that makes first. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't murder anybody. All they did was call in the coordinates. That's all they did. Yeah, that's totally not on them. Not their fault at all. I mean, <laughs> that's an ethical question there. <laughs> they at least have a link in the chain of causality with <laughs> yeah. their names on it. Yeah, but they were told it was uh, an extraction, and yes, I understand that probably one of them knew it wasn't an extraction, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Here's my question. This bugged me. Isn't getting all the badges how you become an Eagle Scout? Don't you need all the badges for I've that? never been a Scout, so I have no idea. I was, but I, I only got halfway there. I pretty early. If Brian were here, we would ask Brian. Truth, yes. Tim, did you ever do the scouting thing? You seemed like you Man, would've... for like a day and a half, I was a Cub Scout. Okay. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> all right. I did all the Cub Scouts. I made it halfway into Boy Scouts. I got halfway to... 
Well, what Eagle. the hell? You should know then. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't actually care. This oh, is what... Okay, fair, look. Fair. I had to make a choice. I had to choose in the, the D&D level up <laughs> path that is obsessive, over-prepared behavior. Do I be a Boy Scout or do I be a theater techie? And I went with theater techie. Good. Good man. I feel like those could overlap, but, you know. Mm. They're both very large not, time commitments. Yeah, not with the amount of time that Alex tends to put into projects. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. I never got asked that question growing up. Oh, really? Which one of these two do you want to be? No, yeah. Mine was yeah. always, you're going to do the sports and the theater. Also, there was less getting beat up in theater. Yeah. There was getting beat for up in scouts? For you. <laughs> I said less, not okay. none. And yes, there was, I was in the jackass I like, troop. I don't know. I'd never been punched in the face until theater. Jesus, that's okay. I wouldn't take that part. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I didn't take that part. Yeah, I gave it right I'm back. To think how yeah. long I did scouts? I know when I quit. I just don't remember when I started scouts. I, but I, I remember watching a lot of Troop Beverly Hill. Yes, yes, and yes. I do want to point out that Alex uh, just blatantly turned to Tim and was like, "You look like you were in the Scouts." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know how to take that. I mean, I was in it. So, what's up, Boy Scout? (laughs) One of the most hardcore people I knew in high school was a Boy Scout. So, like, I don't think it's necessarily a slam. No, because I remember when he like disappeared to do his Eagle Scout project for a while, and I was like, oh. Didn't realize you were a Boy Scout. All he right. disappeared? No, he got the black bat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he was off no, murdering. No, that disappeared isn't like we didn't see him. It was just like, oh, suddenly you can't hang out for like weeks at a time. I think he put, it was something involving Kennesaw Mountain. I can't quite remember. Was there any international travel during that yeah, right. time? <laughs> Are you sure that's what he was no. doing? It yes, because like I've it. seen the sign. <laughs> <laughs> but... And it opened up your eyes? It did, yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. Thank you. Uh, nothing makes a joke funny like us stopping to congratulate people. Hey, I love some A's of base, all right? Let's say I was having some wonderful elementary school flashbacks. Thank you. Yeah. First it's one, heartbreak. It's one of my favorite episodes of Full House. I marked Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye, but I think I meant to leave that one for still good. But I'm going to talk about it because it's marked and them's the rules. <laughs> You make the rules, Alex. I know. But far be it for me to break them. Okay, yeah. When we do it, we get called out. But you you go ahead. I mean, I'm not breaking yeah, them. I'm doing it. I'm, I know. Yeah. I know. Did this just become a dictatorship? Is that what we're learning? It was always but, a dictatorship. Somehow Alex is a subject of himself, and I don't understand what's going on. Something, something by camera mind. <laughs> I need to finish the the latest season of that. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. This is Westworld. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I haven't started gotcha. it yet. Yeah. No, I, it, you don't need to. Oh, oh, oh. I'll take there. <laughs> Just the second season. I don't think I'm that's sure the third. Take. I think that's a pretty common take. Oh, is it? But everybody, See, all I heard was the first everybody season. Everybody hates the end of the second season. I'll tell you, I loved it. And then there's a good <laughs> chance I will, too, because usually I tend to like endings that people object to yeah. because they're logical. Yeah, and this, one, Dexter series this one's finale. super logical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cave Carson has an interstellar eye. This is the last issue of this arc. It ties everything up, and maybe Cave dies. Who knows? Ooh. 
Maybe Chloe gets the eye. Who knows? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, crowded number one. Yeah, this was good. I really like this. Yeah. Um. So this is, this is a new image title from Chris Sabella, Ted Brandt, and Rose Stein, and I'm blinking on who the colorist was. Mm. I think it's oh, Tree Pharrell. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Keep talking. I'll let you know. Okay. Um, so this is taking the idea of the app-based gig economy to its logical conclusion. Yeah, in which you can hire assassins and bodyguards to kill yeah. people and protect yourself from being killed. And the main character in this has had a hit put on her and basically Kickstarter form. There's a month and there's over a million dollars pledged to kill her. And now everyone wants in, to. Kill in her. 24 hours, there was over a million dollars pledged to kill her. I cannot wait to figure out. Like, is it just that she's really fucking annoying? I mean, or, the last like, page makes it sounds do? like she's just kind of terrible. Yeah. Also, when she's very like secretive. drunk dialing people. Yeah. Yeah. Which I loved, and I also love the fucking dog. The dog is very <laughs> so cute. It's so cute and so ugly, and I love it. Yes. I like the bodyguard, Vita. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds yeah, like what the Black Badge kids would stuff. grow up into. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like a, a far sequel to it. Could be. Could be. Who knows? But yeah, it was very good. I loved the the part in the... I'm going to call it a sheets, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's ordering food while getting shot at. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> Stop spending money. Eat your floor fries. <laughs> Eat your floor fries, yes. It's so good. And this I love fun. the fact that, like, everything apparently now you need a rating for. So, like, her defending rating is only, like, 1.4, which none of you listen to Bubble, do you? Yeah, I do. I listened to the first couple. Oh, you listen to Bubble? Yeah. Okay, so where they're talking about, like, how you have to have the the attitude and, like, presentation and everything and it's like yeah. just getting the job done is not worth it right. i was like yep that's what this is again yeah and she's seeing never lost little anybody. bottles of water <laughs> exactly yeah so she's never lost anybody but her rating is only a 1.4 yeah yeah she's like all those assholes are alive to rate me so yeah. <laughs> and you get you get the at one point she's like yeah i don't kill people and people don't like that they want to show mm-hmm. yeah so she's not van exactly <laughs> Which, they've released artwork for Van. Goddamn. That is an attractive piece of art. <laughs> oh, now I need to do the Googling. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, Tim. How I'll send you it doing? to you. Hang on. Good, good. Yes. I'll send it to you. Nice. Yeah, this is a good book. I'm going to keep going with this one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I really, really like this. I and I really like, like the art for this book. From the cover, the moment I saw the cover, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm down for mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I have a page of their stuff. They did the last issue of The Unstoppable Wasp. Yeah, that's right. I've got a page, the last page of it. Nice. It's over my fireplace. I finally got some art hung up. Nice. Yeah. Good, good. I have I to do that in here. Yeah. <laughs> I may bring a few to hang up in here. Totally fine. Like, I've, I've got, got lots room of room for everything, <laughs> but also I don't know that everything makes sense. <laughs> you know. That's called an office. That's it gets mishmashed. Well, the office has like half of its wall space covered with bookshelves. At oh, this point. true. Yeah. Lame. And a quarter. 
Ice Cream Man number six. Continuing the oh. new grand panelology tradition of tormenting Meg. Let me just go ahead and turn this volume down. Listen. <laughs> this wasn't as bad as Subvert, where I was like, I might have a panic attack. But, Alex, did you ever see If Then? The uh, I did not see it, but I have listened to it a bunch. Okay. So that was the point in life I realized that I really fucking hate, like stories that are about like if you go left this happens if you go right this happens and like they actually cause me anxiety attacks where it's like what have i fucked up in my life what's alternate <laughs> me doing and so when this one was like hey we're gonna show you three ways that this dude's life is fucked up i was like oh no oh no this is gonna this is gonna hurt weaponized fomo <laughs> yep. basically yep so sliding doors out that episode of Doctor Who also out? <laughs> I actually really like that episode of Doctor Who. I don't know why that one's fine. And, like, it's not like if I see things on Facebook and I'm like, damn, I didn't go to that. I feel like I'm missing out. But it's literally the concept of, like... What is alternate universe Meg doing? Exactly. There's a book the we time. read for JBC where the same thing happened. And I was like, oh, fuck. I really hate you for making me read this. <laughs> it's like multiversal first person inferiority complex. <laughs> I yes. have that. Yes, in fact it is. <laughs> I, I have that so bad. I really thought when she said that there was something in this book that bothered her, I thought she was talking about bug ice cream legit the whole time. Or birds no. clawing yeah, their way out yeah. of people's chests. I had no idea no. it was the, the options. No, what? because the winning option is the best option. Take and the dog. Yeah. Yeah, take the dog. Yeah. And I like, because, yeah, when I started this, I was like, so are you telling me there's some point where, like, instead of Charlie, I have a husband? And then I looked at Charlie and was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm good. To <laughs> yeah. And this is, like, before I finished it, so. Yeah. That's adorable. The dog's yeah. name was Triptych. Yes. Yeah, I loved that. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the issue is called Strange Neapolitan. Nice. And the way it's laid yeah. out, yeah. you've got three yeah. rows of panels and each is a different well, color. Well, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And no dialogue. Like, I was going to say, minimal. the way this is minimal done minimal. is really, really well. And I enjoyed it, but goddamn. <laughs> Ice Cream Man is trying to create horror and didn't realize they were going to go for, like, existential crisis horror for me. I mean, that's the thing, though. That's what, the, like, the first couple of issues of this, yeah, I think those both... my existential crisis. <laughs> I think it's just taking turns with all of us, because yeah. I think the first couple messed with Jin and me. Yes. Hard. Yeah, um, that's when I stopped. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is too fucking real, and I'm too stressed out. Yeah. It's a good thing I stopped. Man. I'm um, in the hospital sooner. <laughs> there was also, uh, at one point, the a shot in the park three different times. Were those characters from previous stories on the park bench? Um, I've only read three issues of The Last Trade. I need to finish it. Okay. I think the songwriter from number three or number four was one of them. And I yeah. think... I think I recognized the one on the top row, too, but I don't remember which issue he was from. It is could that be the kid from the first one? Oh, no, 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 on the bench. Is that the, the druggie? It might be. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. When I started to realize that they were going down the route of, like, no path is good, I was really worried that they were going to kill the dog. I'm very glad they didn't kill the dog. Okay, now I'll read it. Yeah. They didn't John Wick it. You're good. okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Everyone's like, favorite Ewok, John Wick it. 
<laughs> the most deadly, for sure. Yeah. Which is saying something in a band of Ewoks. That's the real reason why the Ewoks helped fight, because they killed John Wicket's dog. Those bastards. That absolutely has to become a thing. Somebody <laughs> has to make that somewhere. I need that in my life. If you're listening, anyone, please yeah. draw us a John Wicket. Yes. <laughs> Knit two, Pearl one. Hmm. Pearl, number one. Good, good. Yeah. Good. I'm, I think I'm like, I'm simultaneously like really amazed that you made that happen and distracted by the fact that my headphone cord that is connected to the headphones that you're wearing is the same exact color as your shirt. Oh, man. Like exact. <laughs> it completely disappears. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Headphones. That's what that is. Um, it's, it's a lo-fi version of wireless headphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Those are wireless, but not for this. Yeah. Um, sorry, Pearl pencil. number one. It's right. like there's a cord on the table, and there's a cord at Alex's head, but there's nothing in between. <laughs> and the rest of it's just wrapped around my torso. If we were videoing this, it would completely disappear. Um, this <laughs> book, Pearl number one, it's about a tattoo artist who has a crazy awesome tattoo. A million she dollar a million tattoo. million dollar tattoo. Yep. Yeah. Of a spider of all fucking things. I want to tell you know, that right? if somebody saw my skin and was like, I must tattoo you. First of all, I'd be creeped out. Um, second, if they tattooed a spider on me without asking, I would probably kill them dead. Because then I have yeah. to look at that all the time. Especially but where it's located. That or you just wear one of those like fuzzy wristbands. wristbands. Yeah. But maybe yeah. it would be like some kind of immersion therapy. Yeah. But... Then if I saw a spider, I wouldn't be afraid of it. And then I get bit. Fuck that. No. <laughs> you don't have to be afraid of spiders to kill spiders when you see them. I do. <laughs> I, if I, I'm not afraid of it, I try, try to take it outside. I hang out with the spiders Ugh. at my house. They eat the bugs. Tim like, whatever. the spiders and flies. If yeah. they're outside, cool. Yeah. If they're in my house. They don't come inside my house. We have a deal. Yeah, if they, come, if they come inside my house, Wait. they get squished. Also, Are all I, your bugs anamorphs? Maybe. Maybe. I, you never know. I'm saying. <laughs> it could be Andalites. Um, also, I'm owed a spider tattoo from about 10 years ago. I won a bet. I don't even remember what the bet was for. And I just never cashed it in because they can't commit to the proper well, spider tattoo. Tim, I have a tattoo machine somewhere in this mess. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Let's rock that. Yeah. You can give me an oh, Andalite we'll knock it out. right here. Yeah. My sound just moved to the other ear. Did it? Yeah. That's fucking oh, weird. Oh my God. It really messed me up there. Huh. So Pearl, huh? Yeah. Pearl was... So... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm off topic. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no. Spider tattoos. We're still there. Yeah. Don't worry. We're in the ballpark. Is, is Jinx World, like, another universe? Because, like, looking at the ads, it looks like there's... Jinx World like, has been to imprint at DC. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, all of his creator-owned stuff that he's kind of taken around from company to company will be there now. Um, uh, All the power stuff, I think, is supposed to eventually get reprinted in trade with Jinx World. Um, So now if you've got some of the icon stuff and some of the image stuff, you can have a third version of all of it, too. (laughs) Um, Are you listening, Andrew Bearden? (laughs) His United States of Murder, Inc. stuff is going to move over there. Uh, Scarlet is going to get a reprinted trade and a new run, which has been in the works for a couple of years now, like started while he was still at Marvel, but never materialized all the way. Uh, but yeah, it's just all his creator own stuff. 
Okay. Yeah. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool name for an imprint too, Jinx World. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except that there's also um, kind of a DC character named Jinx, so it's a little confusing. Yeah. Just a, like a tiny bit confusing. <laughs> Just like a tiny bit. I mean, you gotta admit, fair, it's like a little bit confusing. To be fair, I go to the vaguely racist Pokemon first. Okay. Hold but, on. Now I have to go. Okay. <laughs> the original character art for the Pokemon Jinx had a black face that, when they realized that's probably not okay, they changed to the purple. Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah, that's probably okay. not a good idea. Yeah. Acceptable change is acceptable. Because yeah. it's a very humanoid <laughs> Pokemon. Um. Anyway. Yeah, this was cool. This was... Yeah. Uh, so basically, short version is this girl gets pulled into becoming an assassin after fighting off a bunch of assassins because, oops, she's got a really steady hand and knows how to fire a gun and maybe she's been trained as one, maybe not. We don't actually know. I really like the flashback of, like, why she learned how to shoot a gun. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is valid. <laughs> yes. And also I was like, hmm, family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound familiar. Hey, Meg, 10 of 10 would bang all the bubble characters. Yeah. Yes. See, right? Yeah. Now yes. I need to rewatch it or re-listen to it with characters in mind. Yeah. Maybe I'll like Van this time more. <laughs> I love Van. He's so dumb. I love Van, <laughs> but I'm just also like very annoyed by Van. Yes. Sorry. I always picture Van from, uh, oh, what was the, oh, Reba. That was what the Reba McIntyre show was. Oh my God. Yeah, kind of. Okay. And he is in... Oh shit, what is that show that's based in Chicago that's been on for like seven Is it Chicago PD? That's what I'm no. saying. <laughs> it's I was like, it, it Chicago that, PD. Is it in that universe of shows though? It Chicago Fire. Chicago Oh, okay, never mind. It was originally a British show. Emmy Rosam's in it. Why the fuck can I think of what it's called? Shameless. Oh, shameless. Shameless, yes. We had to do say Emmy Rossum and I'm there. <clears throat> I was I was gonna he, make a song of Chicago Ice and Fire joke, but <laughs> Because I pictured him, too, because it was, like, the only guy that actually looks good with a man bun. And I was like, why is this the first person to pop in my head? No, still does not look good with a man bun. No, (laughs) no, he doesn't. But that's the first person to pop in my head. And then I saw the artwork and I was like, this is better. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Then my mom Miranda can rock a man bun. Okay. Sure. I love Lynn. He's so talented. He can do whatever he wants. Doesn't mean I'm going to like the man bun. Okay. (laughs) I mostly just wanted to see what reaction that got. Sorry? Tattoo assassin. Tattoo assassin. Yes. Good with gun. I'm good at tattoo too. And you know, all the things she said are running through my head. (laughs) Can you save your Hamilton jokes for like X-Men? We're going to get there. That was tattoo. That was not a Hamilton. Oh shit. You're right. Sorry. (laughs) Oh Meg. See also the series finale of the live action Birds of Prey TV show. In which that song plays during their big climactic fight with Dr. Quinn. Yeah. I'm like, I don't see any good good lesbian moments here, but okay. We must have been watching very different shows. (laughs) I mean, come on, compared to the video for that song. Okay, fair. Okay. Come on. Come on. What happened to Tattoo? Um, Soviet Russia? <laughs> no. Oh. No. They're Russian. 
think they're still a thing. Well, Jin looks up tattoo. Uh, <laughs> de plain, de plain. Uh, astonishing ex- Tim got that I know, that's, that's that where one I was, was going the whole Tim. time. Yeah. Yep. Little T, big A, big T, little U. <laughs> yeah. They were a band. Yeah. No, I got yeah. that after a while, but okay. it took me a while to get there. They were like Russian Josie and the Pussycats. Astonishing X-Men what? annual, number <laughs> Not one. even. <laughs> I, I don't think I agree with that. <laughs> I mostly wanted to see if I could get away with it. Oh, no, no they, you couldn't. They stopped performing in 2011. Aww. Sad. Oh, you could just see Jen's heartbreak there. A little bit, yeah. And the next 20 minutes is Jen looking at pictures of the members of Tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was like, I mean, definitely... That's a fair Everyone point. knew that was going to happen, right? Like, we all knew <laughs> well, that was going to happen. Sometimes, sometimes we have to narrate this. Yeah, but... <laughs> If they got really, if I got really quiet all of a sudden, it's because I'm looking at hot people on the internet. <laughs> I'm gonna stop being creepy now, okay? She's gonna say she's gonna stop being creepy now. Yeah, I'm gonna try and be very active in this until we get finished recording, so I can look at creepy people, creepy pictures. On the so you can look at creepy people. Creepy, creepy pictures. Uh, I'll be the creepy person. <laughs> Don't you worry. Astonishing X Men annual number one. Yeah. Oh, Duncan didn't like it. No. Duncan, Duncan apparently had problems with this. Yeah, I liked it though. <laughs> Was good book. Somebody else can talk about it. I didn't read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alex, Charles Xavier is an asshole in this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So and... uh, maybe I need to give yeah. a quick recap on how he's alive. <laughs> okay. What? How Charles is alive? If oh, not, sure. we're good. Um. Basically, his mind was trapped in the Shadow Realm, and that's what it's called, right? The Shadow Realm? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I know Shadow no, Realm is Yu-Gi-Oh. He was fighting the Shadow King. Fighting the Shadow King. Uh, Shadow King. I'm just going to keep calling it the Shadow Realm. I'm sure Seto Kaiba will show up at some point. <laughs> no, I want something with Charles Xavier playing Yu-Gi-Oh in order to save himself from wherever he is. It's time to duel my X-Men. <laughs> Uh, he got Phantom X basically to sacrifice himself to give him a new body and got out. And then weird stuff happened with Moira McTaggart's son, who I never really understand. Like, just his power set's weird, and it was alternate reality or reality wiping stuff. And Charles is alive and he's a dick now. <laughs> Confusing Charles shit happened. Dick. We have Charles back. Yeah. Unfortunately. And no Phantom X, even more unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They lock him in a tower whenever he gets caught and he gets caught and he breaks loose and then Memuses and now you have the plot. Pretty much. You're not wrong. I'm not. Um, so our surviving original members yeah. have dinner yeah. together and their adult forms, yes. not their time displaced child Correct. forms. Correct. Right. So everyone but dead Scott Summers, which is the best kind of Scott Summers. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop. <sighs> Matthew Rosenberg tweeted yesterday that whenever someone asked about, because he and Ed Brisson and Kelly Thompson are co-writing Uncanny X-Men when it comes back. And he said, from now on, whenever anyone asks me about a specific character in Uncanny X-Men, I'm just going to say they're dead. And I just wanted to like ask him a hundred times about Scott Summers just so I could hear he's dead over and over and over again. Wow. That's really dark. Yeah, there's... God damn, Alex. 
I don't like Scott Summers. I think your hatred of Scott Summers rivals my hatred of Kyle Rayner. I Let's start this. Uh, no, Let's no, do it. No, Come no, on, bring it. I've we got all these. Me and Alex already had this conversation because he's a terrible garbage human. Let's go. And not Alex. Kyle Rayner. <laughs> I came around. Sometimes also Alex. No, I'm just kidding. I came around and realized, yes, Kyle Rayner is a terrible garbage human. Yeah, he's a terrible garbage human. So you're just trying to spark it off is what you're doing. Oh, no, I legitimately hate Scott Summers. Oh, no, no, no. Kyle Rayner. You're just trying to, like, spark a Kyle Rayner fight. No. Just adding to the. No, he's a garbage no. human. He's garbage. He is garbage. He is literal human garbage. Okay. It's the worst mutant power ever. <laughs> so anyway, Scott Summers is dead. And Genus Kyle Rayner might be dead soon. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I get you, Alex. I get you. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what happens in this issue? <laughs> All right. So the surviving members have dinner together. Um, and Jean... It's all maudlin talking about how she kind of wishes she was still dead, which was sad. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to read this book anymore. I'm done. Um, it's not sad for long, if that helps. Well, I mean, like, it's I, sad in other ways. Yeah, but. it just transforms sadness. Um, so anyway, they have dinner. <laughs> then my Jesus. dogs barked. Um, and then Charles Xavier shows up and he's like, hey, I'm alive. Come hang out with me for a while. I'm going to show you guys something real cool. And it's not real cool. No, it's terrible. I did think it was strange that he did the entire opening number of Xanadu. Yeah. Yeah, that was was odd. And that happened. Definitely happened. The entire opening number of Xanadu is called I'm Alive. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Um, It's good to have you here so I can stop and explain these things. Reminds me that most people listening probably just think I'm completely and utterly Dogs, mental. please stop. Lay down. Go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. And he takes them to Lago. It's a bad town. It is. But somehow strangely good. Yeah. The devil shows up and makes it better. <laughs> Yeah. That's a rough place. So they kill the devil. Like you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which kills everything. <laughs> oh, Duncan really did not like no. that. Duncan is pro-devil. <laughs> Apparently. He's pro-not killing everyone. Oh. But can I tell you, like, I actually, if Iceman is going to stay like this, I will actually read Iceman because between this one and extermination i really liked bobby the cena grace iceman book of which there were like seven or eight issues and which is coming back in october was very good and you probably would dig yeah i will probably pick that up yeah i also really liked beast in this one and then at the end where at first i thought he was funny and it's like oh no you guys don't remember what you just did charles xavier would wipe someone's mind no no idea what you're saying I can't believe it. All right. Astonishing X-Men annual number one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not falling for your shit today. (laughs) What? We haven't talked about it already? (laughs) Edge of Spider-Verse. Sorry. Wait. No. Quick question. Did he not wipe Warren's mind or is Warren just super chill at the end? It kind of read to me like... 
It read to me like he left Warren's mind because Warren was like on the same page. He was the him. one who was willing to do the thing. Yeah. Gotcha. I gotta say, yeah. I'd probably be the Warren. Yeah. You'd read from that book? <laughs> he did not read from a book. Beast does. It's true. Young Beast and creepy old future evil Beast both practice black magic. Mm-hmm. Present Beast in this doesn't. <laughs> no. Which I is like very Beast confusing. With humor. I always feel like Beast is too serious. I really like seeing him. Yeah, Beast is best funny. I I agree. Mm -hmm. Beast is best. Like, I think of the old X-Men cartoon, and I know he was like, he thought he was being serious and was super pretentious and hanging in his prison cell upside down reading Shakespeare at Wolverine was just always hilarious to me. Yeah. And I I need humor in my Beast. Yes. Edge of Spider-Geddon, number one. This was so great. I'm so happy we got to see him again. Yeah. This was Hobie. Yep. Spider-Punk. (laughs) Spider-Man. Fighting his great nemesis, Kang the Conglomerator. (laughs) It was so wonderful. It was. I really enjoyed this. Yep. I would read an ongoing of this universe. Hell yeah. I know it's not the 80s and, you know, prime time for this, but it was wonderful. Well, hey, it kind of Punk's is, actually. Yeah, Punk's not dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did we lose Meg? We lost Meg. Oh, no. Meg Meg. came back. Come back, Meg. Go, don't go. Do, do. Are you supposed to go into the line I'm back. Or not? Well, yeah, okay. 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 I don't know what just happened. It's like Ghost Meg. My Discord did something fun. I only see yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yay. Yay. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure what happened. I sneezed and suddenly Discord stopped working. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of latent technomancy? I guess. I, I, you know, it's got to hit at some point, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Punk Rock Spider-Man. Yep. Punk's not dead. Yeah. Yep. And... I also like the spider bots or whatever they are. Yes, I was about to say... But I want one. Yes, because they're adorable. Kang's army of merchandise pro-capitalist spider robots. Yes. (laughs) With their cute little spiky mohawks, and that's the only sharp thing on them. Yes. Those are the only angles. It's adorable. Don't look at me like that. It's adorable, Tim. They reminded me of of Zoom Zooms a little bit, and I thought Marvel (laughs) was about to get super meta about the licensing. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and then we also meet Captain Anarchy. It's true. Who is yeah. not marketable in the future. No. <laughs> so the whole thing here is Kang the Conglomerator, who in the future in 2099 owns the rights to Spider-Punk, Spider-Punk. comes back to bring the real Spider-Punk to the future to further Rusty. merchandise and license uh, him. Okay. Which is not cool with anarchist punk rock Spider-Man. Sure, as it wouldn't be. No. Yep. So... Uh, I love everything about this. This was hilarious. Yes. I love the random references. Like, uh, like there's even a point where Captain Anarchy says, I understood that reference. Yes. I laughed really hard at that page. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but this one actually had me cracking up quite a bit. Yeah. And then Robbie, who now I want to be. 
Like, Punk Hulk might be my new aesthetic. Oh, and uh, 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 Mayday's reaction to a punk rock Hulk is the best. And next we get SPDR. Yeah. It's a mech suit spider person. It's a girl in a spider mech. Nice. It's going to be great. That was the one. Sorry. Sorry, I was gonna say I wasn't sure how I felt about like a whole other Spider Universe meetup, but like this is a good starting point. If it's gonna be like this, then I'm okay. Well, I always love it when it happens. And the main, the main thing, the main series, the main event book, is being written by Christos Gage, who co-wrote a bunch of Dan Slott's run, especially like during events and when things got busy. Yeah. So it's in good hands. Yeah. I'm looking up to see, uh, I think SPDR was the Gerard Way character. Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was, or yes, I'm looking it up. (laughs) Both. (laughs) Okay. I'm disappointed in your Google. Yep, that was Gerard Way. Well, the first thing I clicked on was fandom, and their website is just trash. Yeah, I hit a couple of really (laughs) shitty wikis. Anyway, shitty wiki sounds like a good band name. <laughs> you know, I actually hear that wiki. I hear that John Wicket's the front man. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fucking Ewoks. <laughs> you know what Ewoks make me want to talk about? What? Extermination number 1. <laughs> wow. What? This is from the guy who does all the Gungan impressions. Yeah. He's got like yeah. rage against Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. Ewoks are the worst. They're They're like the most Crazy little fucking killers ever, yeah. ever. They're the worst. I, I don't understand the Ewok hatred. I don't. Of all the things in this world to hate, you pick Ewoks. They're little murderers. They're little cuddly murderers. <laughs> that, that makes them Cuddly murderers is another band name. Yeah, there we go. This is a deep well here. Anyway, yes, extermination. Yeah. It was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna choke to death. Okay. It was a good segue. Um, was... Yes, Alex. Congratulations. If you, you like, did a good job again. If you like murdering cute fuzzy things that murder also. You gotta get them before they get you, I guess. Yeah. They do. <laughs> so yeah. They're this... cannibals. They eat people. Well, they're only cannibals if they eat themselves. That doesn't make them cannibals, yeah. Yeah. Eating people does not make you a cannibal. Eating your own makes That'd be you like, a cannibal. I eat cows, I'm a cannibal. <laughs> no. Okay, I, I might have misspoken. <laughs> they eat people <laughs> in not cannibal ways. Although we don't know that they don't eat each other. That's, That's true, uh, we don't. Yeah. They probably would. They're psycho little bears. I'll tell you what, I'm going to see if there's any reference to Ewoks eating each other. No, why don't other? you tell me about extermination? No, 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 I think he needs to Google that. I really want to no. know if they're a cannibal we'll, we'll Ewoks. Know we'll know okay. later. We'll know later. But probably. Uh, Cannibal Ewok, also a good name. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Deep, deep well here. Yeah. Uh, Someone is trying to kill the original X-Men. What about a story about one rogue cannibal Ewok? I I would read that story. I would read that, yeah. I would also watch that, probably. Yeah. Maybe as a cartoon. Like, he tries to eat the other Ewoks (laughs) to gain their power? (laughs) Something. Ewok Highlander. (gasps) There can be only one. And also, he's a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused how Highlander fit 
that, so I had to fix it. Sorry. That was the best sales pitch ever for a, a movie. <laughs> I mean, I might actually watch that Star Wars side story. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even drink anything right now because I know I'm going to laugh and snort it out. God dang it. The Adventures of... Ewok Highlander the Cannibal and BT and Triple Zero. Yes. I need that. I need it. I need that. I need it. Yeah. Are you listening, Sysburrier? <laughs> if so, what's up? We'd love to have you on. Also, please make this happen in Dr. Afra. Yeah. What? Is there... Is somebody killing a child? That's what I thought, too, what but I didn't want to ask. Meg? Someone's eating an Ewok. No, they're working on... They're building a building. They're okay. Building. Okay. Why does so building a building sound like, like a, baby a murder? Saw, <laughs> it's a saw. Yeah. It they're does sound like baby murder. It does. Yeah. <laughs> there are no babies screaming. There's no way there's baby murder. Well, if you heard it from over here, all the way in Georgia, it sounds like baby murder. Yeah. It's coming across as like... Like, I don't need to hear look, it. I at least knew that it was either baby murder or a saw. <laughs> or someone torturing a Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, that is. Definitely, yeah. Like yeah, what yeah. Elon Musk does with his flamethrower on a Saturday morning. I'm cool with that. The weather's supposed to get bad this afternoon again. So they are getting as much construction done as they can so right now. If you heard baby murder, you'd be like, is that a saw? Maybe. Like, that's where you... Would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> it shoots and ladders, you fucked up weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Only the shoots drop into a pit of spikes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm also a fucked up weird. <laughs> anyway. So extermination yeah. number one. For fucking 20 minutes now. I just want to kill Ewoks. Jim wants to kill babies. I do, not, I do not want to kill babies. I'm going to have to side on Team Alex here. I, if we're going to have to kill between, <laughs> choose between babies and Ewoks. I... Look, I don't want them near oh, me. No. That doesn't mean I don't want... That doesn't mean I want to kill them. Sorry, I party and slipped there. <laughs> <laughs> we are headed towards overpopulation, so... Yeah. <laughs> we broke Alex. He's done. I'm Alex. You're welcome. Extermination, Extermination number, one. number one. Someone showing up trying to kill the original mutants, the original team. Yes. Stuff is happening. Yes. Cable is, dies. Yeah, I was about to say, is this the one where Cable died? I can't they remember. Cut the cable. <laughs> Oh, nice. No, that was a good no, one. stop that. No. In Soviet Russia, cable cuts you. I mean, I think that could happen anywhere. It depends on how tight the cable's pulled when it snaps. Um, anyway. <laughs> the physics class with Jen. <laughs> no, let's not go there. Because, huh? Oh. <laughs> I know, I missed what you said. Damn it. All right. I'll hear it when you edit. Extermination number one. <laughs> I'm, I'm too ashamed of it to repeat it. <laughs> Good. I like it when that happens. I'm ashamed and Tim's laughing, yeah. so you can kind of thread that. It was yeah. bad. All right. Yeah. Cable died. Cable died. Spoilers. And Iceman's well, we been Hamilton. taken? Yes. After seeing Hamilton. Or yeah. Yeah, seeing Hamilton. yeah like, he got called out sucks. of Hamilton. Not cool, you guys. No. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I forgot. Bloodstorm also died. Yeah. Yeah. That was sad. Bloodstorm, that character I've definitely been very attached to, having read any X-Men blue. No, but, like, she was cool in this. She was While cool. she was there. 
And, and look, without Vampire Jubilee, Vampire Storm is my I, only hold option on. for a Vampiric X-Men. Who did she die to save? That's right. That's right. Who did she die to save, Alex? Are you going to say Scott Summers? It was Scott Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is apparently not going to say Scott Summers. No, I'm not. So guess who's not dead? <laughs> Scott Summers. Yet. He will be. So Once Alex gets a hold of him. Uh, once like... the Phoenix Force? Jeff Lemire gets a hold of him. Mm -hmm. That's who killed him. So you're not like anti-Thai food because Scott Summers really likes Thai food. <laughs> Even a stopped clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Nothing will take Thai food away from me. It made me so sad though because they were having like a super cute moment where Scott yes. was being good Scott and not the Scott that Alex hates. This is fair. Like, and I will be honest, young Cyclops, when I've read him, when he is, you know, accepted, oh, well, this whole I'm going to obsessively mourn over Gene my whole life thing doesn't work out for me. Let me choose other things in my life to care about. That Scott actually is better. Right. Yes. It you was twitched good. a little on, <laughs> as I said <laughs> that. No, it, you're, that is the better Scott. Yeah. You're not wrong. I also like old Scott when he's being Magneto, but... Yeah. That's different, though. Then it's okay to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> then I, it's like, damn, I, he is dark. This was good. Yeah. This was a good book. What's next? Uh, <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes of jokes about Kelly Ewoks at a tight four. Um, <laughs> On Scott Summers. Scott Summers. <laughs> Who is not dead. Yeah. Yes. Who is not dead. <laughs> Infinity Wars, number two. What about a movie called Scott's Not Dead? Speaking of not Scott dead Summers yet. Scott is not dead. Um, we realize that maybe the shocking death at the end of the last issue <laughs> might be a little less uh, fixed, given that there is literally someone standing next to him with the time stone. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Imagine that. I was really excited. It was like, okay, cool, we are going there. And then it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I look at it this way. A, we get to watch Gamora kill Star-Lord. Yes. And great. then he's left watching the sum of his stupid decisions play out in front of him. Yeah. It is the best of both worlds. Nice. I'm still harboring also... some Star-Lord grudge from uh, uh, Infinity Wars. Really? Infinity War. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm enjoying watching Gamora just eviscerate him body and soul. Jesus. Wow. I think Alex has an issue I know, today. There's just a lot of rage going on is. over there. It's, it's normally me going, fucking kill him. Yeah. Make him hurt. We really... No, I'm totally on board with this whole Star, War, Star Lord diet. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, it's not just like, hey, kill him. It's like, I'm enjoying watching his pain. <laughs> yeah. After Guardians 2 and, and Infinity War, I am all for Star Lord suffering. Yes. And they Gamora getting to be a badass. They could have okay. won. Although it is implied that maybe she's also going crazy that I don't particularly care for. Well, she's... I think it's like a very Captain Ahab-driven kind of crazy. And also, literally part of her mind has been severed from her and stuck in the soul gym for years. So you're saying she lost the part of her mind that keeps the dead from not talking to her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't want that filter in my brain. I, was, well, I, I want to talk nobody, to dead people. 
Please, nobody let me get trapped in the soul gym. <laughs> I, I will grant you the seeing Thanos a little bit after she'd started uh, doing her stuff is perhaps a little extreme, but at that point, yeah, like, she's snapped at that point. She has started yeah. killing people she loves at that point. I just took it as early on his severed head was talking because he is kind of technically. I did a too until she saw until she saw Thanos later, and I was like, "Oh nope, you've actually probably snapped." But I am really happy that this isn't going to be six issues or however many issues of it it is. I can't remember how long this is of her like trying to collect the stones. No, I she mean, gets them all. Oh damn! Yep. Hey Meg, like, are you reading Thor? No. Okay. All right. No, I haven't read Thor yet. Okay. Um, yeah, she gets the stones fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And because uh, it seems like they've got her trapped and then it's like, just kidding, I've got the reality stone. Ha ha, fuckers, you're all dead. You know, <laughs> Captain Marvel pulls her up into the stratosphere and then like brings her body back down. And like four pages later, four pages later, it's like, no, that was Gamora using the stone. She took out Captain Marvel and took the stone. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah runs uh who it's it's star lord and not star it's doctor strange and like two of the heroes straight through with her sword in a single blow it's like she just wipes the floor with all oh my these god yeah. that's so great. they get turk out like of all the people to not kill they get turk out <laughs> um and then yeah is it captain america yeah it's captain strange? america yeah. and doctor strange who she just eviscerates damn and then she beheads Adam. Yeah. She doesn't kill Black Widow, which was nice. I think she just takes it from her. Yeah. But Black Widow does get the drop on Bullseye, which was awesome. So when she stabs Captain America, is she like, Hail Hydra, motherfucker? No. Like. I was. Well. <laughs> poor Steve. Poor non It's a bloody. I don't know if you could see that. It's bloody. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. This is a good, good book. And at the end, who shows up to tell her, well, you know, you could use these stones, or I have a separate plan. It's exactly who you would expect it to be. To be like, you know, let's have some fun and make some tricks. Who was the other maligned character in, in, in Infinity War? Killed too soon? Loki? Yep. Loki crazy Gamora team up. So if I understand what he's going through, he's trying to find the original Loki, like the original timeline, right? Uh, okay. So there's some Loki history that I don't know how much of this is actually what they're drawing from and how much of it is just, well, I'm just going vague. based on like what happened last issue. Cause I read one and two yeah. this week. So backing up to like secret, uh, Secret Wars. Loki managed to get outside of reality before it was erased, so he's aware of everything that went on. And he had gone through, like, a series of rebirths where he went from evil to a kid to, like, who was good to, like, something more in the middle. And then fought the evil future version of himself. So there's a lot of who am I, who is the real me in his recent history? But basically since Secret Wars hasn't been addressed or resolved at all. So I think this is getting into some of that too. But also, yes, we have the other Loki and we have the question of 
his history having been messed with outside of that that's introduced in the last one. So I think it's probably a little column A, little column B, if I had to guess. But it's very much up in the air. And also my understanding is some of his stuff is supposed to play out in Thor and Avengers, too. So... And also, really, I cracked up because it's Loki and his biographer. Yes. Like, the person I bring around to write down what happened. Yeah. Okie dokie. You're not going to make an okie dokie Loki joke? Nope. Oh. I went to Kevin and Kel. Okie dokie, Fody Hode. Or no, that was uh, Good Burger. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that Keenan and Kel? But it wasn't the show, Keenan and Kel. Oh, okay. All right. Two separate things. One was an all that sketch that turned into a movie, the other was good uh, <laughs> whoa yeah. boom I have he's a, drawing his fucking line I, in the sand I have a place Fight in my him. heart for Do good it. burger but Keenan and Kel was good yeah yes and it had a great theme song mm-hmm. Tim yes tell us of Injustice versus the Masters of the Universe number two okay so there was no way in the world that I could not read this book because it has the potential for my Superman He-Man fight that I've wanted since I was, I don't know, born. <laughs> you said fight. I expected romance. Uh, yeah. All right. If that's how it plays out, that's how it plays out. But, um, so It's not an either-or scenario. Both can true. happen. Batman has gone to Eternia to bring back He-Man. He left some people there to sort of guard over Eternia because he thinks He-Man is the chance for him to defeat Superman. Skeletor has been taken by superman so he's helping superman uh you end up the he man's like man i'm gonna go find out about this world a little bit so he ends up just walking around bloodhaven uh superman is using batman original batman i don't know if it's the original batman or whatever to find thought crime and is now punishing people for having bad thoughts against his regime so Bane and Copperhead fly in. They're going to attack this little girl who tried to kill herself that He-Man saved. He-Man ends up fighting Bane. Orko is like kind of a badass because he has like better powers in Earth than he does in Eternia, which is fun. Uh, He-Man wrecks Bane, which is, uh, you know, we're off to a good start. Please tell me he breaks <laughs> Bane's back. Uh, no, 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 no. Aww. It doesn't play out that way. But uh, it, yeah, so he's adjusting. He-Man is adjusting to the new world. But all of that, I was like, ah, yeah, that's neat. There was one instance in this book when I was like, this might be the greatest book ever written. Because Swamp Thing is one of the people that went to Eternia. You know who he's hanging out with there? She-Ra. Moss Man. <laughs> Moss Man. And it turns out Moss Man can, like, tap into the green and stuff. It's so perfect. Yeah. He's going to tap the that best. green? Yeah. <laughs> God. That's how they knew, because when the DC heroes came over, uh, you know, Tila was like, oh, I'll fight all of you. And Mossman was like, no. Because <laughs> he was standing next to Swamp Thing. He's like, they're telling the truth. I'm like, I love this so hard. <laughs> this sounds very good. It makes me wish I had any working knowledge of Masters of the Universe. Uh, it doesn't take much to get caught up. Also, as soon as you said Eternia, there's a part of my brain that went, there's an alternate universe in which Batman goes to Equestria. <sighs> it's like a horse world. Well, yeah, Pony. My Little Pony, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm looking for Injustice versus My Little Pony. Next. I need a little bat pony <laughs> so bad. The um, the whole story. With a little bat symbol on his butt. <laughs> oh my god. 
the whole story starts off in Eternia, and the faker has been taking the place of He-Man. And it turns out when He-Man comes back, he like defeats the faker, and everybody's like, bro, why'd you do that? We all liked the way he was running things, because he was running <laughs> things the way that Superman is, like, his regime. So He-Man, this, this, it's good. It's fun. Awesome. Mossman Swamp thing. Nice. Yeah. Multiple Man number three. Okay, so I wrote a whole plot synopsis <laughs> for this book. I'm going to read through it real quick. Do it. Do it. And you tell me if it, if it accurately tells the story. All right. Ten plot synopses are a standard yeah. fixture on Minds at York for anyone listening. <laughs> Two crossovers. Yeah. All right. So Jamie is in the future with the Resistance, which is some Jamies and his kid and future Jamies. Forges Futurama alive and makes time machines for the Jamies <laughs> so that they can escape the Jamies. Some Jamies die. Jamie's kill, or Jamie's kid is killed by Jamie. Jamie's taken to see Jamie, where Jamie shockingly kills Jamie. I love this book. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, that that's that that covers it. Yeah, that's it. Matthew Rosenberg is fantastic. But you know, at the end of this issue, it looks like Jamie is over and Jamie is done. Whoa. No, sir. Whoa. No, sir. I wish you could have seen the rage face that you just made. (laughs) No, sir. Okay, I'm going to need to have a minute, you guys. This is so good. It is very good. Can you believe what he just did? I can't. You're talking to me? Because I didn't hear it. Oh, he said Jamie is over and Jamie is gone. What a dick. Do we have to drink? I think you have to drink. Mine's yeah, water, I so I don't care. Right. <laughs> yep, this is fun. This is punishment for you. My favorite Rosenberg Marvel book so far. Yeah, it so. reminds me a lot of the creator-owned stuff that we read before. Oh man, I just yeah. got the reference. Damn it! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, still haven't. I really still. want to watch that again. It's fine. It's just the like one musical that makes me cry instantly. Oh, just no, I from was the like, very why, fucking why beginning. Why do I have the tears starting? Why? Why do I hear Anna Kendrick's voice? And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Weird superpower I have. <laughs> yeah. What a dick. <clears throat> yeah, that's a hard one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna make you watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I okay. I have a lot of weird feelings about that musical. Like, I love it because I love the movie, but the creator is a dick. And the fact that he created this musical about his own divorce and the way he portrays his now ex-wife in it was a lot worse than what it is now. And so I have a hard time supporting it. But fucking God, Anna Kendrick is so amazing in it. And Jeremy Jordan, is that his name? Yes. Yes, who like Jeremy I Jordan really is love a fucking god is what he is. I really love him, and he makes me reasons. absolutely hate him in that movie. Yeah, so. I mean, well, that's why like my feelings about that musical are so complicated because he does not put himself in a good light at all. He he no. is the fucking villain. He is a terrible human in that musical. <laughs> but he I knows think the it. original the original draft of it. Like she sued him yeah. because it was the opposite way. I, is this musical named Voldemort? It's called The Last Five Years. No. Okay, yeah. I wondered why we wouldn't say it's, its name. I... It's um, No, it just makes me cry so oh, hard. Uh, okay. It's it's a couple, and throughout the musical, they are singing about their relationship, 
in the opposite direction from beginning to end, end, end to beginning. Oh. Like she starts at the end and, and he, he starts, starts at the beginning. beginning. Ah. And they meet yeah. in the middle when they get engaged. And then they keep going. Oh. And it yeah. just wrecks me so hard. Yep. And then it's Anna Kendrick, who's fucking awesome, who does the opening song. I think it's like one long take. And it's just so beautiful. Oh. And heartbreaking. And Jeremy Jordan, you watch Supergirl, right? I can't think of what his name is on Supergirl. When? Mm-hmm. No, I don't watch Supergirl. Oh. Yeah. You don't watch Supergirl? I mean, not yet. I'm when getting there. When is the best part of Supergirl? Supergirl is like the one CW show that I'm still like, yeah, I'm on board for. Um, so, Newsies, I you haven't seen Newsies. I don't know. No. Why Poor Tim. I know. We're going to turn you into a musical nerd. Good luck. Can we make that into a podcast? Yes. Oh, man. A clockwork tip. Once we finish, <laughs> <laughs> Once we finish Animorphs, we'll make him watch all the musicals. Mm-hmm. All of them. Not drinking any milk around you guys. <laughs> I don't get the reference because I'm bad at movies. Oh, my, oh my God. God. He, he, you are not allowed to make oh, any more references if you I, haven't seen the thing. I, and I know I, that's going to limit you so fucking hard. Just, but I'm looking forward to that. I just Honestly. hopped on your clockwork orange. And, and oh, all right. Oh. Anyway. It's all Logan's run from here on out. Is he doing it again? No, I've seen Logan's run. He's actually seen Logan's run. Weirdly enough, he hasn't seen any of the good movies, but he's seen Logan's run. (laughs) Of all the things that you have seen. (laughs) Thor 4. Thor 4, all right. Go into the chapel and we're gonna get married. It was so good. It was so queer and wonderful. Anyway. But but not queer at the same time. I don't know. I mean, it ends with congratulations, queens of hell. Yeah. Yeah. It was so wonderful. So there was a big, huge fight where the Valkyrie, like Thor got the Valkyries to come and help kill Cinder's forces. He briefly becomes the god of hell. Yeah. It was, oh yeah, when he put on that crown, I was like, oh, you're fucked. Right hand, whatever this axe is named. Left hand, Axe of Frozen Blood. Yeah. It was great. I want that. Death it metal was album. So great. Yeah. It Th- is simultaneously... This whole book has been like a death metal album. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's like simultaneously <laughs> death metal and like queer goth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Which comic are so we talking good. about? Thor. Thor. Okay. <laughs> I really need to be reading Thor then. Yeah. So and good. Thori. Thori is just the. Oh. Almost made me cry. It almost made me cry. Because Thor's sitting there murdering um, everything, yeah. pretty much. And he's like, hmm, but Thori could just go find a nice place to live here in, in hell and find somebody to play fetch with him forever. But Thor needs me to murder. <laughs> <laughs> Thori could give up murdering. Thori could like this. <laughs> Thori could sit under his own vine in victory. <laughs> oh, oh my god. There's the Hamilton reference. You are waiting for it. We but, skipped yes. over it the entire where Hamilton is actually a plot point, but yes. Yeah. It fit here. Yeah. It was it so good. Here. This book is so fun. It really is. I can't wait. Good, good Loki, too. Very I like good. Loki being a bro. Do we have any... I was... <laughs> Did Loki just take a photograph? Is that all Loki took? 
That's what it was. There was a jabroni reference in Spider Get It. There That's was. the other thing that makes this me laugh too. so hard. No, nobody said jabroni. Someone said jabroni in one of the books. It was, was Spider Geddon. Okay, no, Spider-Geddon. it was neither like of that several last times. Night. There was one this morning. Too. Uh, maybe it was Suicide Squad then. Oh, I wouldn't know. Jabroni showed up in two different books this week, and I'm like, what year is it? Where am I? <laughs> Such a jabroni. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he took. It's got to have some kind of significance. Watch it, it just be a picture of him and Thor. It looked like there was a photo missing. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark, Iron Man number three, which I, while reading this, I'm like, Jen is going to love this issue. I adored it. Why did you think I was going to love it? Hold on. Um, because I knew you were going to have a whole lot of fun with Machine Man doing the uh, cultural appropriation thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. <sighs> yeah. So Tony Stark <laughs> builds uh, the Oasis. Yeah, and Machine Man Escape. gets mad at him for uh, culturally appropriating AI forums. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't even know how to talk about this without just like. <laughs> Here, Rusty, can you please speak for me? Um, this no, yeah, please work. don't. It please only don't. works for Brian apparently. Please don't. <laughs> Because Duncan will not stop, and he'll do that stupid damn rooster bark that he does. Uh, and then the sun will rise. Just like Rockadoodle. Indeed. Anyway, this book, good. If I'm limited to movies I've seen. <laughs> wow. It's acceptable. That's so unfortunate. What an odd cross-section. <laughs> oh, just wait. If he's limited to movies he's seen, you're going to just be completely weirded out for a long time. <laughs> Um, in this book, in this book, Tony invites people, his family and everything, to beta test the escape. The yeah. great escape. The great escape. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Indeed. Uh, and he he's asking the users to spot the humans. Yeah. So it's a big old touring test. At least that is publicly what he's saying. Right. And it turns bad. Yes. Because of Machine Man, of course. Well, Machine Man being manipulated by others. Yeah. But also yeah. being set up as a scapegoat. I was a little sad for Jocasta, though. I was too. I want her to find love. If that's what she wants. Which it seems, seems like that's like, what she wants. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'm a little sad that, like, she wants to be human so bad. She wants to be where the people are. I mean, she is where the people are. Yeah. But she did a really damn good job of being human. Yeah. In the game. It was awesome. And then she shot herself in the face. Yes. <laughs> I love it. We also Rusty, get... what are you doing? I thought that was your dog. <laughs> nope. That would be a gigantic head for a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we also get maybe kind of the thesis of Tony Stark's emotional arc yeah. for Slot's run. Back in the Fraction run, he had rebooted his mind from a backup. Like you do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have mine backed up, so... Well, yeah, but that's so that when the host body breaks down and we need to upgrade you to a new host... That, right. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's our longest running inside joke, I guess. It for really the podcast. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciated it. Uh, at 
at the end of the Bendis run, he rebuilds his body cell by cell. Mm -hmm. So now he's asking robots, if I'm entirely man-made, do I still have a soul? That's the boat thing. Like, if you replace every part on a boat, is it the same boat? Henceforth, renaming him Starkey McStarkface. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, Tony kind of identifies more with AI. Starkey. Starkey. Starkey (laughs) kind of identifies more with AI now than he does with other humans. Yeah. Well, the answer would be no, right? On the soul thing? Clearly. Well, it just depends on if you believe in souls or not. Well, I mean, no, because he's originally a copy. Like, Soul Tony died or whatever, you know? They're... Tony Prime? Yeah. yeah they're... Tony Prime in dead. So, he, do he the Matrix copies have souls? I think that's different. But no, I don't think <laughs> they do. <laughs> what about the one that made himself Matrix Prime? If they do? No. <laughs> no, no, no. If they do, they have a piece of a soul. Yeah. 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 So they're all Horcruxes. Yes. Absolutely. That is, I think that is absolutely what they are. Okay. Vagrant Queen number three. Am I talking about this one or you? We both are. We both read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you Four think? Four Los Tim. You basically got caught up. You read two out of the three yeah. issues. I love Magdalene Visaggio's work. <laughs> yes. It's very, very good. In Vault Comics. A little cross-section of good stuff. Yeah. So this is the fight between uh, Alida and Isaac. Isaac. Yep. Over his revelation last issue that he might have accepted a bounty on her. Right. Maybe. Oh, dang. And we kind of get how they met each other and sort of their history of screwing each each other over. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And as the back of the issue says, someone ends up dumped out of an airlock. Oh, shit. Nice. I think it's a ploy. I think it's part of a clever ploy to make the people around them think they're fighting to get yeah. on the inside. Yeah. It was neat, to the way that when, well, I'll go ahead and say it, when he gets dumped out of the airlock, yeah. it's exactly how she found him the first time. Yeah. Floating in space, <laughs> like waiting to die, basically. It's good good story but i could see that i could see that being part of a a plot especially given where they are (coughs) well and also like there's and this is a thing magdalene visage does really well is leaving stuff off the page like the first half or so of this issue before we start getting flashbacks is a lot of from the end of the last issue her with her gun to his head to them fighting to them drinking to them fighting some more and it's these little moments in time that are not the whole sequence. Right. And one of those little moments is, well, that might work. And then it keeps going. And that's like in the middle of while they're drinking together. And then she gets him so drunk that she can clock him and throw him in the airlock. No. Nice. Yeah. That's good. It's fun. It's good sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read that book and trade. All right. Is it still good? Suicide Squad 45 and Aquaman number one, which are the first two parts of Sync Atlantis. Uh, Amanda Waller and some general who was in Aquaman earlier in the run don't like that Atlantis is back on the surface and send the Suicide Squad with a magical nuke to blow it up. Okay. And Aquaman and Mera don't like that. Batman number 53. 
Bruce shares his feelings about God and bats with his fellow jurors. Batwoman number 18. Uh, Kate and Maggie realize they have more time. <laughs> not Maggie, Renee. Okay. Montoya, not Maggie Sawyer. Uh, Green Lanterns, 53, Tim. Okay, the Green Lanterns are fighting the Ravagers, which are way stronger than they were last time they saw them. Semicolon? Um, Not usually allowed, but I'll let you. Yeah, Simon Baz is being told that he needs to go to Earth in order to save everything, and that makes zero sense. And you learn why at the end. Justice League number six. Uh, Earth yields a new White Lantern. New Challengers number four. Everything's on fire and the challengers are screwed. Flavor number four, Meg. I still quite haven't figured out what's going on in this comic, but uh, I guess Cho's uncle signs her up for the culinary tournament. Culinary tournament. I swore in my head colonoscopy was coming next. (laughs) (laughs) You broke up. I didn't hear you. You didn't need to. (laughs) Okay. I would wreck a colonoscopy tournament. My, so sometimes my brain works kind of like predictive good, text. Hold on, is that a good thing just or a bad thing? I'm just saying, if you're going to trash talk, I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Sometimes my brain tries to do like a predictive text thing as people talk, <laughs> and I heard culinary tournament. I went to colonoscopy first. Yeah, he went weird. Which with would it. not make sense in flavor. Uh, I mean, uh, I only read the first issue, so maybe there was some, I don't know, bad romance. Uh, Shit happens. Indeed. (laughs) Wow. All right. In one sentence, WickDiv38, Jen. In one sentence. Without spoiling it too much. Um. Um. Um, Laura tells, his name isn't Baphomet anymore, it's Nagral, uh, tells her, tells him that she's pregnant and it might what? be his and shut up. It's been like forever many ep- er, issues. I can't, I can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> I cannot. Um, also context clues. The last episode we talked about it. I went up to Brian at the comic right. afterwards. I'm like, someone's pregnant. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm not going to. Okay. Say. I'm a trade behind. Oh. Don't worry, it doesn't ruin anything that has happened, really. Um, And we get some more insight into what the hell is going on with Minerva. Doctor Strange, number four. Doctor Strange uh, fights the race of aliens that Carolina Dean comes from. And then gets himself a new workshop. Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man, number 308. God damn it, you made me cry about fucking Sandman. Made me cry. About Sandman. I'm mad. Sand's falling through an hourglass. Ugh, it was so sad. 
Long box book report. It's a long box book report. Yay! So, before we get into the subject of this long box. My nose. You do uh, still have to read the other book for next week. I've already read it, so okay, that's good. fine. Okay, good. Um, we did promise on Minds at York that we would pick back up the what happens if someone tries to acquire DNA from Swamp Thing debate on panel. Yes, <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. So, as this is Swamp Thing themed, I feel like this would be a good place to pick that back up. I stand by my argument that whatever kind of plant, whatever part of him they touch is, is the thing they would acquire genes for and morph into, assuming they can morph into plants. No. No. Nope. I say that he is simultaneously every kind of plant. Uh, both wrong. <laughs> Whoa. They're not plantomorphs. They're animorphs. It's true. They can't turn into but plants. But he, he is animate, though. He, he's an and animate. His, and he's his a, DNA is in there, too. So, do you so think he's also part human. So do you think their powers just wouldn't work? Or yes. they would just turn into Alec Holland? Oh, now that uh, might be. No, that's how uh, it would play out. I hadn't thought of that. That's how it would play out. Interesting. In his original state. Meg? I don't know enough to get into this debate, so <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> nope, that's, that's what I'm going with. They turn into regular I know Alec enough Holland. about the Animor lore. I don't know enough about Swamp Thing. He's a dude who is also plants. I know who Swamp is. <laughs> I don't know enough about Swamp Thing's lore to make a definitive argument with you. I argue that because technically Alec Holland is dead and the green has rebuilt him a body from plants, that he would turn into whatever plant that piece of him is. But I don't think that a specific piece of him is one plant unless they like touched a fucking flower that was growing off of him or something. I think that he is all, all plants. I mean, sometimes when he is very dapper, he does have that little, lapel he does. Yeah. <laughs> so if they just like caressed his little lapel flower. Yeah. But he'd get very calm while they did it. That's too, right. He would. would. You think, you think well, he's, the flower would. Yeah. You <laughs> think he's existing in a state of all plants? Yeah, I do. I think it's a bunch of individual plants with like a hive, not hive mentality, but like a single consciousness controlling them. I, think I don't is. know that I've ever thought about the, the makeup of something. He was just plant guy. But when you talk about how he's like individually built, I mean, he does have like vines and stuff on him. Right. So. But what kind of vines? What, what are those vines? There are so many different kinds of vines, but he could be any of them. He could, he could have any of them. That's true. So I think he is all of them, and then chooses which ones are best for each occasion. He's like a little plant Swiss army knife. Yeah. <laughs> Not plant Voltron, plant Swiss army knife. Whereas I take more of a plant Voltron <laughs> approach. No, because no. he can turn himself into fully one of those things, or fully another one of those things. So he's got to have them all. And the rest of it just exists in the green when he's being one thing. Are you sure they don't exist in Z space and he just calls <laughs> maybe, them out? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. See, I think that because he has consciousness, they can turn into him. I think that's fine. Tweet at us. At yeah. Panelology or at Minds at York. Yeah. Settle the debate. Let us know what you fucking think because <laughs> I think I'm right, damn it. <laughs> plant Swiss Army Knife, Plant Voltron, or Naked Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why does mine always end up being Naked Man? <laughs> Every time we have an argument. Just lucky, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. 
so anyway, Alex made us watch Swamp Thing again. Now hold the phone. <laughs> Repeatedly, Tim and I have tried to move this forward, and you say every time, no, I want to be there the next time you talk about this. Yeah. Alex didn't make anyone do anything. Alex asked, do we want to? And, and I said emphatically, said yes. yes. <laughs> Swamp Thing, episode two, to live forever. I still have my summary from when I went through the entire series. <laughs> Would you guys like it? Yes. yes. Some raccoons approach a bear trap. Swamp Thing sets it off, saving them. He and Tomahawk lament poachers. Demo and Skin Man drive through, knocking over the tree over the tree the raccoons have run up into. Tomahawk and Swamp Thing save them again. So maybe we should like pause this and go like bit by bit. You should <laughs> okay. read a thing and then we should talk about right. it. Well, so, that's my first paragraph. All right, all right. First, let's talk about the tiny little trash bandits because it was a group of them all moving as one, yes. and they were adorable. <laughs> trash bandits. <laughs> so cute. By the way, they're not trash pandas. Don't. Don't. They're trash bandits. I said bandits. I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Everybody calls them trash pandas. And I'm like, no. And I think it was this point we get Demo's first rhyme of the episode. <sighs> which just right there below Delbert as the best thing apart this show, about the show was Demo's rhymes. Did you happen to go back and rewatch episode one? No. So neither of us is still sure whether he actually rhymes in right. episode yeah. one. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Which was, a, I remember that now, but neither one of us could remember that, but it seemed like he didn't. Yeah, I don't remember, but I feel like that's a thing I'd notice, but also, I'd notice it like the second or third time. Yep. I don't remember either. And I would, because I fucking hate rhyme. He had to have not rhymed in the first He time. had to have no. not. If he yeah. did, it was like once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, think I don't think it happened. Okay. Three times an unman. <laughs> So anyway, they hit this gigantic tree with their weird airboat. Mm-hmm. The Bayou Blaster. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is that what theirs is called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Something has a swamp buggy. Swamp buggy. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's a big damn tree to knock over. Now, are you saying there's a physics question involved here? <laughs> Wait till episode four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. That was... It was interesting. Is interesting, and I love that uh, Tomahawk like leapt to save one, mm-hmm. just one. He's not going to get the rest of them, <laughs> and the whole fucking tree is going to come down on him. What was your plan there? <laughs> what exactly did you think was about to happen? Look useful while Swamp Thing does the work, and also saves Tomahawk. Sure, sure. Yep. And I will say there was a sad lack of JT and Delbert. Oh, episode, it's, just in general. yes. We do get a child for Swamp Thing to endanger, but it's not the yes. same. <laughs> Ready for me to move on? Yes. Sure. All right. Alec jokes about how lousy the server... Uh, I jumped forward. Oh, no. Dr. Demo and Skin Man get back from the rainforest with a special tree sap from a magical Zingu tree, which is rumored to be the key to immortality. Arcane and company take, a, take the show on the road to go get all the Zingu sap in the rainforest. Abby watches all of this and brings a sample to Swampy, who lists the reasons why the rainforest is important before leaving to stow away on Arcane's plane while Abby gets Jack and Tomahawk. Abby, Jack, and Tomahawk follow. And I will note that you never see Abby again after this. Yes. No. What, uh, how did you spell Zingu? X-I-N-G-U. That's exactly how I spelled it, too. Okay. It was sort of plaguing me when I was sitting there. Yeah. Any anything before I move on? Oh no. How how have 
Um, child Protective Services not taking this child. Any no. of these children, really. Any, any of these children, yes. Yeah. But especially Weird Child Abby. Yeah. Yeah, the whole Abby as a child thing so makes it so creepy. So fucking creepy. creepy. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking creepy. With her special friend. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. it is so fucking creepy. He lets her keep his diary. Yeah. So fucking creepy. <laughs> but how did... I also want to know how she how she get a drop of that Zingu tree sap. Because yeah, that, I was I wondering that too. I watched him pour the whole thing in there. Yeah. Every bit of it. Which, by the way, did you notice when he poured it in, the level in the beaker never changed? Yeah. That really That's how she got some. Me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Physics do not apply to this universe it's at very all. Viscous well, and no, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they sometimes. do. Yeah. When trees fall. Yep. But not how they fall. But not how they fall. Yeah. When trees fall and when doves cry. Prince lives here, too. <laughs> okay. Prince. Alec jokes about how lousy the service on the flight is. Did I? Yeah, okay. Al- Alec says away. Uh, Alec jokes about how lousy the service on the flight is and heads to the cabin to fight the unmen. Weed Killer throws Swampy out the door for, quote, a thousand foot drop. Yeah. Swampy lands in a river, washing up on its banks, where he is discovered by an indigenous child, Pico, who mistakes him for a legendary tree spirit and points, a- points him toward Arcane's men. Yep. Pico. Pico. Pico is the grandson of the kid who got heart in Captain Planet. Yeah. Not only are yeah. JT and Delbert future planeteers. Yes. There's some yeah. weird time travel going on here. I think the swamp may be stuck in time. Okay. It's the it great definitely... irony of Arcane's quest for immortality. If he'd just stay in the swamp, he would never age. It is definitely the kid's blind grandfather, Shaman. Um, that is, I can't remember that kid's name. Pico? No. Oh, no, no, no. no the no, kid no. from the heart. other... Uh, no. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't remember. Because he even talks about using the power of heart. Yeah. yeah. So, when when Swamp Thing is fighting the tiger, uh-huh. did y'all... He's, he turns into a whip. He turns one hand into a whip, and it doesn't oh, stop yes, the tiger. please, let's talk and about then, this. Yeah, and then he's totally like, oh, I know what I'm missing. And he turns his other hand into a chair, like from the cartoon. But it's not a chair, though. Yeah, no, it's... But it's not a chair. It's a weird, scary plant mouth thing. It's a chair after Brian gets done with it's it. Too yes, well. yes. Yeah, uh, but and he's like, oh yeah, I got it. And he turns his hand to a chair, and the tiger's like, oh shit, chair, I'm out. And he turns around and like books it because chair. But it wasn't even a chair. No, he it was a pointy, of pointy chair. Scary plant mouth thing. <laughs> I would be terrified of that too. So I get you, look, weird animal from the forest. This jungle cat is a student of Plato, and while it may not be a chair. It represents the platonic ideal of chairness. It does. Yes. yes. It does have no, I'd agree with that. four prongs. Yeah. yeah. It is twice removed from that ideal, as it is not a chair, and it is only chair-like, but it is still representative of the platonic ideal of chairs. And we all know that jungle cats are afraid of nothing more than chairs. <laughs> it's true. In in certain cultures, instead of rock, paper, scissors, it is Brian chair jungle cat. <laughs> Oh, oh, we it need to play so that from perfectly. now until <laughs> it, it works so perfectly. I'm playing that from now on. Yes. <laughs> I gotta figure out what the little hand motions would be. I don't know what Brian Chair. would be. Yeah. Chair. Um, also, before I get too far off of this. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. Jungle cat. Jungle cat. <laughs> oh, nobody can see this. No, we'll, we'll post pictures of Jen doing all of them once we figure out what they are. But, um. Do it for the vine. The other is a... 
I, swap thing does a lot of things for the vibe. Ah, <laughs> yes. oh, good one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. When Swamp Thing walks over to Pico and he's like greets him, and then he just creepily puts his hand on his shoulder, and I'm like, no, Swamp Thing, don't, 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 don't do it. It always just starts with it. a hand on the shoulder. Yeah. Stop doing this thing. Ugh. Arcane has a giant juicer that the unmen <laughs> feed entire trees into. Swamp Thing attacks and pulls down the tent Arcane is operating out of. Everyone fights. Skin Man accidentally makes a rhyme and brags to Demo. Arcane then transforms everyone into their mutant forms in the tent that is now magically back up, or as I suggested earlier to Jen, the tent's annex. <laughs> Weed Killer poisons Swamp in the ground so he can't escape, and Arcane orders him fed into the juicer. Bayou Jack and Tomahawk show up and spray him with swamp water to revive him. So many things wrong with this whole section right here. <laughs> so many things. There was something about. I, I wish that I remembered exactly everything what under it the was. tent were, was crushed. No, by? no, no, even before that, when they're talking about like their immortality experiment and all that stuff, taking down the trees. Yeah. Also, he's gonna kill the tree in order to get the immortality sap. Yes. You know what bothered me about the tree knocking down thing? Please. Was they were like, let's knock down every tree till we find some Zingu sap. And then like four minutes later, they're like, hey, look, it's a Zingu tree. Let's go get it. And then they knock it down. They're like, all right, let's go back to knocking down all the trees. And I'm like, why don't you just pick the Zingu trees? Yeah. Where you can tell where they are. Yes. Why are you taking what up the... the fuck? Yeah. Because they're bad guys in like deforestation. It's, it's like, I don't care if you have to knock down every tree to find a zingo tree. You don't. You, you don't. They just it's, have to walk around and you can see them. It's that one right there. It's the yellow one. It's the yellow tree in the field of green trees. Yeah. yeah. What is... Okay. It's just inefficient. That's what yeah, that's, I have yeah, That's what's so inefficient. Yeah, I don't care. Knock down whatever time. tree you want. It'll just get up again. <laughs> nope. It's well, immortal. Well. It's a... It's a Spoilers. Dang it, I can't do anything with Chumbawamba. So, Dream Boop, Dream Boop. No, I got nothing. <laughs> yep. I tried. Yeah. But They're then all they, swamping. they do, they, oh, no, that was a good one. they do juice the trees by they putting do. the entire yes. trees, feeding it into the big juicer thing. Uh -huh. And I just, I, I don't. I need to know how this big juice. I need to take this big juicer apart, <laughs> and I need to understand its inner workings. Because it's like a burr grinder. It's, it's, it's a combination pulper. Yeah, it and starts juicer. as a as a wood chipper, but then ends very very differently it with is, a very okay, different. Okay, there we go. Product. It is wood chipper pulper juicer. Yes, okay. yes, combined. But then there's nowhere that the like. Okay, so the juice we see that the rest of the tree doesn't go anywhere. You know, and I'm like, where, and where's I that know going? How the juice gets into that big bubble on the top. <laughs> without feeding any pulp into it. Yeah. And then why do they have to then run it through a line and only get a little bit out? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. None of it makes sense. Evaporation. Sure. It's an evaporation still. So the so it's even more. So it's a lot of water so comes out of it. It's also a still. So it's yes. it's a it's a wood chipper pulp or juicer still. They yes. they have to distill the, the, the stuff to I can do so many things with this <laughs> and I need it now. It sounds like you can do four things with it. <laughs> I can do one very important thing and that is make alcohol. Um out of trees. No, I'll, I'll I'll put other things in there. <laughs> I will I'll do a real experiment. Hey sir. look, now it's a potato chipper. <laughs> A potato chipper. I love Potatoes it. Potatoes always make me chipper. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Anyway. Okay. Afraid that Swamp Thing will ruin his plans, mutates himself, he gets a spider head. Yep. Y'all. 
No, hold on. First, he mutates the others. Yeah, I already covered yeah. that. Yeah, that but, was the last paragraph. Right, but he does turn one into a taxon. Yes, oh, pretty and the much other does. one is almost a hork bajir. Yes, if he had oh. more blades. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The third one's a bat. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't. Oh, there we go. The third one's a bat. <laughs> Next, like, no, I'm done. <laughs> or she might be frozen. Oh, oh no, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> We were talking about the hork bajir. Oh, nope, no. nope, nope. Oh, she's gone. She said, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> Are you there? I'm here. Okay. Good. We were talking about the hork bajir taxon and bat in Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! See, nobody told me to watch Swamp Thing or anything, so I haven't been paying attention. Oh no! Oh. Wait, Whoops, it was in the group message. Totally never saw it, so Aww. that's why. Oh, <laughs> you're missing out, <laughs> or not? When we get to episode three. Yes. <laughs> You can watch three episodes of this horrible, horrible cartoon. I don't know what you're talking about. This is glorious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. Spider, Spiderhead. Spiderhead. Damp Spiderhead. Damp. He, why did he get out damp? <laughs> why? Why did he get out and he was already wet and, and a spider? <laughs> he was a damp Spider-Man. And there's a synonym that could make it much nope. worse. But we're not, we're not doing that. It. No. We're not doing that thing. A synonym for spider? No. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a damp arachnid. Damp arachnid. Yeah, that made it so much worse. Thank you. Are we... No, stop. Team Swampy rendezvous with Pico (laughs) and his grandfather, who uses his magical shaman powers to give Swamp Thing an advantage against Arcane and friends. They attack. So this is great, because that guy literally says, I'm just an old blind shaman. And I'm like, you don't get to say just... Like, that's a pretty interesting dude. Yeah. I'm you know just what I'm a saying? small town rooster slash attorney slash old blind shaman. I do love that when he convinced, when old blind shaman guy convinced Swamp Thing to take him with him, he, like, used some kind of weird mind control powers. Yeah. And he, Swampy was like, yes, this man can be helpful. Please let him join us. Put him on boat thing. I'm like, well, okay, who's the real bad guy here? What's happening? I'm confused. That is That is the theme of the thing what's happening i'm confused yeah dancy cherry would so pico's grandpappy calls the animals of the forest to help defeat everyone and that's really who defeats everyone is the animals of the forest much like he walks much like he walks why did he not do this from the beginning (laughs) that's the question why did he not see people taking down trees and go help me forest animals and then them do it there is legitimately not a good answer for that. No, there's not. Yeah. My next paragraph is two words. Seatbelt safety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get a very important seatbelt safety reminder. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. It's always very important to wear your seatbelt, especially if you're a villain, so you don't get knocked out of your yeah. airboat thingy. Yep. Yeah. Bye, you blaster. Never going to say that. <laughs> it's like some weird Creole sex toy. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I was... has to be shaped like a shrimp. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. And it will send you to heaven. <laughs> now, there, I finished it. Thank you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we completely lost back. Or do we just not have a new? Okay. Oh. Uh, Spider Arcade pulls Pico. Nope, there she is. There we go. Yep. Pulls Pico into a web. Welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what is he even trying? I don't even... What? <laughs> also, so creepy. Yep. So yep. creepy. 
Yep. I do love that that the whichever I don't remember which of the unmen tells him this, but they say they're getting away. Tomahawk and the kid are getting away. They're literally laying on the ground, <laughs> not doing anything, and he webs them up. It's like no, they're not. They're not fucking getting away. They're not even trying to get away. They're recuperating from having been, I don't know, smacked by something. Like, stop. Stop being stupid. We already kind of covered this, but this is where the reveal that the shaman can talk to animals comes in. Yeah. He summons the rainforest wildlife to protect his home. Everyone fights. Swampia wins. The animals win. The animals win. Period. Swampy drains the unmen of their mutations and temporarily turns them into trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, this is the only time in the series we see him use this power to unmutate the unmen. <laughs> and I want to know how they temporarily become trees. Yeah. Uh, Arcane escapes. Swamp Thing combines his powers with the Zingu cap to reforest the rainforest. And do we want to talk about how he does this? Because yes, yes, does yes, yes we yes, do. We have to do that. One of the great visual storytelling <laughs> moments in animation. Oh my god! So he disconnects his own fucking hands. He 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 snaps them off. Yeah. He gives the rainforest the stranger. <laughs> it would have already been a stranger, but anyway. It doesn't get any stranger. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. So he sticks his hands in the ground, and 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 all the viney root awesomeness grows from. And then pours the Zingu sap into, into the hands. So, since the Zingu trees are plants, is he not already kind of Zingu tree? Well, that assumes well, that, goes that he has to, all yeah. the plants in him yeah. already. Also, his that. hands are hollow. Yeah, why are his hands hollow? I don't know. That really, like... Because there's no man inside. <laughs> Ooh. So this one, he is not all plants and he has no man inside. Cool. So at the very least, if the Animorphs try to morph into animated series swamp thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. There we go. This was just the weirdest. It, it, it really was concerning when he popped his hands off. Yeah. Those. It just made like I a mean, very I got, unique sound. I know they'll grow back. I've seen him pop shit off before, but. <laughs> I mean, they grow back the moment he pops them yeah. off. Right. It was just, just so Just the sound creepy. it made. Yeah. yeah. And we have the. So most of these episodes end with some kind of important lesson we've learned today. Mm hmm. Yeah. I have only given the rainforest a second chance. Only mankind can save it. We must all. Be guardians of the earth. We must all be guardians so, of the earth. When I heard that, he's like, Swamp Thing, you saved the rainforest. Even though he didn't. But whatever. He's like, Swamp Thing, you saved... And he's like, nah, I just gave it a second chance. And then at that moment, I'd been like, why can't you just take a compliment? That's literally what I just said. <laughs> yeah. You gave the rainforest a second chance. Like, you come literally in, what I said. You take yeah. credit for the old magic dude calling all the animals in. Yep. And then you don't even graciously take it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta admit, though, like, I would take credit at that point, too, because I'd be like, why the fuck did it take you so long to do... You saw me fighting them. Why didn't you just do this? (laughs) I could have called Buddy Baker this whole time. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. This was... (laughs) Wait. Mm. Oh, and also, when Bayou Jack hits him with fresh water, with swamp water, after he had just said that he needed fresh water, (laughs) swamp water is not fresh water. That is brackish, you motherfuckers. (laughs) You go back and talk about that for a second. It would have been great if he yelled that. I need brackish water. Right. I need brackish water to live. Brack from Space Ghost (laughs) hands him a water. Yes. So, now that you have been introduced to the Swamp Thing cartoon. Mm -hmm. No, you haven't. 
No, you you got a little I've, beginner's class. I've seen two episodes. You got you. Oh, did you forty percent of the way? Did you watch number one also? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you did see Delbert. Yeah. Was, yeah. You don't know Swamp Thing until you know Delbert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after Which, you guys watched it, I was like, oh, no, I have to see this. I'm sure inevitably this gets a new DVD release. That quote will be on the front. Definitely. So I watched the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't know Swamp Thing until you know Delta. <laughs> so I'm watching it, and I'm like, that ain't the right theme song. That ain't the right theme song. So I go back and I listen to number one. It's not. It's the episode five theme song that we, told, we talked about. Yeah. I don't is. know why two is the two and five got it, but... Okay. So, do you want us to wait until all of us are here again for three, uh, Jen? I mean, yeah, like, okay. I have to keep talking about this. Okay. Yeah, no, it's... You're not it's, willing to hand this off and it just be a tip. I was going to say it's dirty brown water trash, but it's like dirty brown swamp water trash. It's um, brackish. Yeah. Brackish. It's brackish trash water. Um, I have to talk about it. Okay. I have to do this thing. Yes. Wait till you get to episode four. It'll change your life. <laughs> It's so oh, good. Oh, God. It's so good. Okay. Spoilers for three. A nuclear device shows up in the swamp. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> so that that's it. That's, that's the long it. box. That's all, yeah. I'll do the thing I had pulled last week, next week. Good. That means I don't have to do it. I'm super excited by that. No, you won't. I mean, I've already read it. So. You won't, right? No, yeah, no. Isn't I'm... it Dragon Con this week? We have one more week no, in yeah. between. Do we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Please, I hope. Oh, no, you're probably right. I'm yes. probably getting confused. Let me pull up my thing. Hold on. No, next weekend is not Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. It's the weekend okay. after. Woo! Gotcha. Good. Nice try making Jim and me pass. <laughs> yeah. Got so many books. I don't today. know. Jesus. It looked like it was kind of successful for a second there. Uh, for a second. Yeah. For half a second. But only for now. Uh, <laughs> we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, to, really your podcatching device yeah, of choice. There's everything. a bunch of them. We're on more than just that. Yep. Or you can listen to us at panelologypodcast.com. Uh, if you want to support us, share us with a friend, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, or if you are feeling generous in a monetary way, you can go to patreon.com slash panelology and support us there. If you have enjoyed the four of us together, you can listen to all of us on Minds at Yerk. Uh, strangely, this week's episode of that is even more buckwild than this week's episode of Panelology. <laughs> A bar that is hard to cross, but which we managed to. Oh, we leapt right over it. Hey, Meg. What's up? Where right. else can people listen to you? Um, it's easy just to go find my Twitter, which is uh, Meg Griffin with three G's and two F's. Um, I talk about all my podcasts there because cool. I don't keep websites up to date anymore. So we will also, uh, Jen and Brian and me be at Dragon Con. Yeah, as Tim has alluded. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on August thirty first, which is the Friday, Friday of Dragon Con at four p.m. In Hilton Galleria 7, we will be doing a live show. Yep. And since it's earlier in the day, we're trying very hard to be kid-friendly. We are? Yeah, we have to during <laughs> okay. those hours. Yeah. Oh. It's, I think, after 6, you're good. Uh, but not before. News to me. Yeah. Cool. We're going to try really hard. If there are no kids in the audience, we will not follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be fun. Also, I have two other panels, Sunday and Monday. 
I'm on with breaking the panel, guys. And then I'm doing the Ask a Creator Anything panel on Monday. The last panel of the con, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you want to talk about what you guest recorded? Oh, sure, week? yeah. Um, I am on the next episode of Breaking the Panel with those guys. It was super fun. Um, they are a certain brand of asshole that I am also, <laughs> turns out. Um, yeah, it was super fun. I dig it. Cool. And this is technically part two of our Minds at York panelology crossover, even though if you're listening on Monday, Minds at York number six won't be out until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going, wait, when did they talk about a panelology Minds at York crossover? We didn't yet. We will have. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> did I cause another time crisis? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tim and his time crises. Tim crises. Oh, that's your... Yeah. Meg, we need your panelology superhero name because <laughs> Tim is Tim crises. Oh. The co-ghost. Okay. The co-ghost. Co yeah. Tim crises, the co-ghost. I always I think it. of cereal whenever anybody says co-ghost. It sounds like somebody's going to cocoa something or other. It's it's cocoa blueberry. <laughs> the Marquis de Cacao. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Megan. And I'm Tim. And until then, we fight. <laughs> <laughs> yes.